Hallelujah. There is none like Jesus. There is none like our King. There is no one we can compare him with. And guess what? Because of him, there is so much ahead of you and I. Can somebody say with me this morning, because of Jesus, there is so much ahead of me. This year, 2022, much ahead of me. Amen and amen. Take all this time to give him thanks for January, for February, for March, for April, for May, for June, for July, for August, for September, for October. So much happened this year. So far, so great, so, so much. But here you are. Here you are. Here you are. You can tell beautiful stories. You can talk of his goodness. You can talk of his mighty acts. You can cast your mind back to the great deliverances. The outstretched arm of the Lord. Bringing things to pass on your behalf. This 10 months in the year 2022, you have a testimony. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. On Friday, one of us testified concerning his brother that was meant to die in an accident, but God stationed stationed an angel to stop it. Another member of this house who was meant to die in an accident also, God supernaturally delivered. We have testimonies. You and I, we have testimonies. Give him thanks. Take all this time to offer him praise. The God of this house is the God of Israel. And he does wonderful things in the midst of his people. Let's return praise to him. Let's return praise to him. Praise to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Choir, you will help me with this song. Okwe lo ye o. Okwe lo ye o. Baba. Oh yeah, pick it up, choir. God bless you.
faithful to his covenant. His covenant of peace, his covenant of life, his covenant of joy, faithful to his covenant. We come as your people to say thank you. We come to declare you are faithful. We come to tell of your goodness and of your mighty words, works in our midst. We come to say, Lord, that there is no one like you. No rock can save like we have saved us. No rock can provide as you have provided for us. No rock can deliver as you have delivered us. No rock can provide as you have provided for us. We judge you faithful over all situations and circumstances. From the month of January up to this minute, the final Sunday, the last Sunday in the month of October, we judge you faithful, Lord. Oh, we faced mountains, we faced valleys, but at the end of it all, they all became plain. Father, Lord, you have been faithful. You have been faithful. We have been faithful. Notwithstanding our frailty, notwithstanding our limitations, Lord, you've been faithful. Your mercy over our lives have been wonderful. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Tell him you believe for the things ahead of you. Tell him, I believe you for the things ahead of me. I believe you for the things ahead of me. I believe, therefore I speak. I believe, therefore I speak. This morning I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. Plans, purposes, intentions, expectations. Lord, they are ahead of me. But beyond what I can imagine, beyond, beyond, it's okay to have expectations. It's okay to have your program, your projects, your plans. But what the Bible says is beyond, beyond. So there is a point your understanding can take you to. God is saying beyond. I'm taking you there beyond. So thank him for the beyond. Father, thank you for the beyond. Thank you for the beyond. Thank you for the beyond. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We offer praise. We offer thanks. We offer worship. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please, you can have your seat. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you are downcast in the house, receive hope. Receive fresh injection of grace this morning. And go back to your haven lifted and prepared for great things to happen in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. About two months to end the, 20, the year 2022. God this morning is saying, I've not forgotten my word. He has not forgotten his word. And as a people, as a congregation, God's word came to us in our anniversary, during our anniversary, that dominion is our portion. Hallelujah. So he hasn't forgotten what he promised. He hasn't forgotten all that he said. He hasn't forgotten the declaration that he made over our lives at the beginning of this year. So God again is saying he has dominion in mind for you and I. So this morning we are going to look together at this topic. Sanctuary and dominion. Sanctuary and dominion. Sanctuary and dominion. Or if you like, you can coin in this way. From sanctuary to dominion. So, so it, it, it begins from sanctuary and then ends in dominion. From sanctuary to dominion. So like I said, God has not forgotten his word to us from the beginning of the year. Before this year ends, dominion will speak. Dominion we actualize. Dominion will enthrone. Dominion we silence tyrants and taxmasters. Over Nigeria, dominion we silence tyrants and taxmasters and afflict us in the name of Jesus. 
Dominion will rejoice over siege and over captivity. Before the end of October, Dominion will rejoice over siege and captivity. Over Nigeria, this house is declaring, Dominion will rejoice over siege and captivity. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Sanctuary in its original meaning describes a place of worship. And um, those who are religious and have a deity they worship will call the place of their worship also sanctuary. There are sanctuaries, but there is a sanctuary. Hallelujah. So as far as we are concerned, there is just sanctuary where God is worshipped. It is considered as a place of protection and safety. Especially safety from an assailant, from somebody who is after one. So the sanctuary of the Lord is a place of refuge, a place of safety. In Exodus chapter 25 and verse 8, as the Lord was leading them through the wilderness to the promised land, he considered that there was the need for a place of meeting between him and the people. And so he commanded Moses to make a sanctuary for him. And in Exodus chapter 25 verse 8, the Lord spoke to make them understand the reason why he demanded for a sanctuary. Verse 8, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Hallelujah. God is a relational God. God loves fellowship. God loves to have rapport with his people. And it's in the process of fellowshipping that he releases instructions, he releases grace, he releases his power. You know, he releases the things he has for you in mind. Right from the creation, we could see that God indeed was relational and is relational. Because the man and the woman he made in the garden and put in the garden of Eden, he will come in the cool of the day to have fellowship with them. God is relational. So God has always loved for a meeting point between him and the ones that he has created. Hallelujah. And when he made a demand for sanctuary from Moses, he didn't stop at that. Because he understood that if the sanctuary was made, the tabernacle actually that without a critical element placed in that sanctuary, that sanctuary will only be a box of tents. And so he, still, he told Moses, make an ark. So what makes the sanctuary different from other sanctuaries is the ark. Hallelujah. So the ark was made and the ark was put in the holiest of all. The sanctuary was broken into three parts. The outer court, the holy place, and the holy of holies. And he said you should place the ark in the Holy of Holies. Hallelujah. And Moses did all that. And when the ark came into the Holy of Holies, the sanctuary that appeared ordinary before the ark came became extraordinary. The Bible said that the moment everything was finished, when everything was finished, Exodus chapter 40, 33 to 35, and he reared up the court round about the tabernacle and the altar and set up the hanging of the court gate. So Moses finished the work. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation. So Moses finished the work. The finishing of the work was when the ark was brought into the holy of, holy of holies. And Moses came out with Aaron and they washed their hands, they washed their feet, you know, that, that, that ceremonial washings. And then they stepped out of the tabernacle. And then the owner of the tabernacle declared his own glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The essence of the glory, the essence of the glory in the sanctuary produces glory, produces grace, produces excellence. Hallelujah. The God of sanctuary spoke by himself and declared his intention and declared himself unto Israel. Then the cloud covered the tent of the congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the sanctuary was separated from all other sanctuaries because of the glory. It would have only been a tent, ordinary tent, if the ark was not in place. But with the placement of the ark, everything changed. Hallelujah. And so God related with the people of Israel from that point, from that place, from that position. Moses would come before the ark and God would issue the instruction. There was a time there was this uh, ego, you know, uh, demonstration of ego. And um, God had to ask them to present themselves before the ark of the covenant uh, to settle scores, to settle matters. You know, the ark was important. To the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Numbers chapter 7 and verse 89. And when Moses was gone into the tabernacle of the congregation to speak with him, then he heard the voice of one speaking unto him from off the mercy seat that was upon the ark of testimony from between the two cherubims and he spake unto him. So he spake unto Moses, gave instructions. It was always, it was always about the hack. It was always about the hack. It was always about the hack. Hallelujah. It was always about the hack. And the symbol of God's glory, the symbol of God's, God's presence. Praise the Lord. And so they got to Canaan, the promised land, and the ark was still the issue. Amen. But at this time, the ark was born from one place to another. At the point, it was in Bethel. At the point, it was in Shiloh. At the point, the temple was built by Solomon. And the ark was brought into the temple. It was still about the ark. Hallelujah. The sanctuary and the ark. The sanctuary and the ark. The sanctuary and the ark. And then came... A dispensation that the Lord decided that he was no longer going to dwell in the place made by the human hands. There was a time the Lord said, no more will I stay in sanctuary. No more will I stay in sanctuary. So the sanctuary has moved from that which was made with hands to that which was made without hands. So God moved from dwelling in tents and temple and made that was made by women and um, he decided to dwell in man. Can somebody shout hallelujah? So the hack decided to shift base. The hack decided to stay no longer in sanctuary made with human hands. The hack decided to visit man and visit the heart of man and make the heart of man the new sanctuary where you were abode. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16 and 17, the Bible says, Know ye not that ye are, who are the ye? The redeemed of the Lord. Who are the ye? The ones that have come for the washing of the blood of Jesus and have been redeemed, have been saved, and have been transformed, regenerated. And then God turned them into a temple in which he would dwell. Hallelujah. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the heart of God, <laughs> the spirit of God dwelleth in you. Hallelujah. So there was a sanctuary in the wilderness and there was a heart inside the sanctuary. Then came one that the Lord said, I want to begin to dwell in man. Let their body become the temple, the sanctuary, and let my spirit become the heart inside them. So you have the heart of God inside of you. You have the spirit of the Lord inside of you. Where if you, if you are a child of God, if you are blood bought, you are saved by the blood, the spirit dwells in you. The spirit is, is inside of you. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 6 and 16. And what agreement are the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God had said, so it was intentional, it was deliberate, it was a decision the Lord made and said, no longer will physical sanctuary become my delight, no longer will the ark that was made of wood and clothed with gold become the focus. Hey, the time comes when my spirit becomes the focus and the bodies of God. Men become the temple. Hallelujah. 
And what agreement has the temple of God with others for ye are the temple of the living God? As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am glad God lives in me. I am glad the spirit of Jesus is inside me. I am glad I carry God inside of me. Child of God, the call unto salvation is not the call unto, uh, unto emptiness. You, you, carry, you, carry, you carry God inside of you. You carry his spirit inside of you. You, you carry the heart of the covenant inside of you. If you're a Bible scholar in the house and you have read through what the ark did in the times of the Jews, in the time of the Israelites in wilderness, how that the ark, you know, uh, uh, caused the Jordan to, 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 be, to be parted into two, how that the ark will be taken to warfare and, you know, the mighty hand of the Lord will be stretched out and the enemy of Israel will be discomfited. Oh, if you understand that the mighty power of the ark, then you understand that the workings of the spirit in your life, you will understand the power of dominion that resides in you. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Sanctuary and dominion by the spirit of the living God is your portion, is my portion. You are the sanctuary of the Lord. The spirit of the Lord is inside of you. He dwells in you. And guess what is the spirit of dominion? You know what he did when he came into you? He established a throne inside you. And he sat and he sat as uh, the king of kings and the lord of lords. And began to have dominion over matters of, of your life. And he began to direct your path. He began to direct your life. Hallelujah. Rulership by the spirit is real and it's for you and I. Hallelujah. Dominion is for you and I because you carry God's presence. He, he said, and for, as God had said, I will dwell in them. It was God himself that said, I will dwell in them. You are not a normal person. I am not a normal person. Whoever has God inside of him or her is not a normal person. Hallelujah. So stop living your life like an ordinary person. Stop living your life like any other person. You are not like them. <laughs> there is a separation between sanctuary and sanctuary. And the separation is by the spirit. They may come with their own sanctuary to make declaration. <laughs> but the sanctuary that the spirit of God dwells in is like the rod of Moses that came down and became serpent and swallowed up the fake serpent. Sanctuaries may come with their declarations but there's a sanctuary that swallows up sanctuary. Don't be afraid of what they're afraid of. Don't be afraid of what they're afraid of. Don't join them to say confederacy. Don't join them to say treaty. For there is a power and dominion inside of you that is different from what they can imagine. Ah, They will bow before you. They, they will cringe before you because your sanctuary will speak dominion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So there is dominion in you. There is dominion in me. You are the temple of the living God. The spirit of the living God is inside of you. And so you are not ordinary. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We'll click look at the story in the scripture for us to see that dominion emanates from the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Second Chronicles chapter 24. Actually in chapter 23 we have the story of the king of Judah called Isaiah, a very wicked king who had a very wicked uh, mother, Ataliah. Very wicked king who had a very wicked uh, mother. Actually, Ataliah was the daughter of Omri. Omri was, was a king in Israel, gave back to Ahab, and the descendant of Omri, from Omri to Ahab, and down the line, very wicked kings. Very, very wicked. Very wicked. Never did anything that was godly. So Ataliah came with that strange sanctuary to Judah. Evil alliance 
will not make dominion to reflect in holy sanctuary. You may have the spirit of God in you, but evil alliance can bring distortion. Judah was meant to be the sanctuary of God and the kings were meant to be taught right. Because there was no defilement as far as Judah, the, Judah was, was, was considered. Judah, comprising of Jude, the, 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 the tribe of Judah and Benjamin. You know, they were kind of straight. There was no dilution. Jeroboam brought dilution to the other ten tribes. He set up a strange, a strange god to, for, for them and asked them to worship that other god. But not Judah. But you see, each time the king of Judah decided to have alliance with the king of Israel, there would be trouble. His own great-grandfather, I guess, Jehoshaphat, who was doing right and everything was okay. One day decided to have affinity with Ahab. And you know what Ahab did? Ahab said, come, let's go and fight my enemy. And he, when they got to the, to the, to, to the uh, war front, he told Jehoshaphat, I'm not going to dress like a king. You dress as a king. You know what he was saying? He knew that he was going to be the target of the enemy. And he, 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 actually, the enemy, the king of Syria said, look, you guys, he, 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 he set out like 10 of them. I said, don't bother about it. Just look for the king of Israel. That's the one I want you to deal with. And they saw Jehoshaphat thinking it was Ahab. And they went after him. Evil affinity. Ahab escaped, you know. Or he thought he escaped. He thought he had camouflaged. But, you know, Jehoshaphat cried and God heard his cry. Even in his error. Hallelujah. Mercy spoke for him that day. And then they said, oh, no. We are making a mistake. This is not Ahab. This is another person. And then somebody shot randomly. It was a random shot. But it was, it was random, but it was guided by the heavens. Because when the heavens decide to judge, nobody can stop it. So it was time for judgment for Ahab. And a random shot went looking for Ahab. Ahab was struck and he died. But what am I saying? Evil affinity will always bring distortion and will cause dominion not to speak. And this was what happened to Azariah, the great-grandson of Jehoshaphat. He was also a king in Judah. And you know, he was the only child, surviving child of his own father. Because his own father too was evil. You know, did something bad. Arabians came, killed all the sons and left Azariah alone. And Azariah became a king. Azariah would not learn from his father. He too became wicked. Of course, if you have a wicked mother, you will likely become wicked. Ataliah was the granddaughter uh, of Omri. Hallelujah. And he taught, she taught her wickedness. Because the Bible said, Azariah walked in the counsel of his mother. And what happened to Azariah? He too was killed. And his grandmom decided, or his mom rather, decided to become the king. And his grandmom killed all the sons of Azariah. Those who were meant to replace him. He killed, but there was a woman, Jehoshaphat, who took Joash and bolted away with him. Where did she hide Joash? She hid Joash in the temple, in the sanctuary. That's the background to the story. And we are going to look at Second Chronicles chapter 24 now. Joash had, been, had come into the sanctuary. Jehoda, the priest, had kept him. Verse 22. Then Joash, the king, remembered... No, sorry. Second Chronicles chapter 24. Chapter 23. Chapter 23, please. And verse 1. And in the seventh year, Jehoda strengthened himself and took the captains of Andres. Azariah, the son of Joram, and Ishmael, the son of Jonan, and Azariah, the son of Obed. And um, uh, Masiah, the son of Adar, and Elishaphat, uh, El El the son of Zikri, into covenant with him. And they went about in Judah and gathered the Levites out of all the cities of Judah and the chief of the fathers of Israel. And they came to Jerusalem. All the congregation made a covenant with the king in the house of God. With the king in the house of God. Joash was just seven years old. So he was actually both, you know I mean, uh, uh, taken away from, from death. He was snatched from death as a baby and brought into the temple and nurtured for like seven years. And by the inspiration of the Spirit of God, Jehoda the priest decided to enthrone him. Hallelujah. But it was in the house of God. And he said unto them, Behold, the king's son shall reign. 
as the Lord had said unto the sons of David. Moreover, the Jehoiada the priest delivered to the captains of hundred spears, bucklers, and shields that had been King, King David's, David's, which were in the house of God. And he set all the people, every man, having his weapon in his hand, from the right side of the temple to the left side of the temple, along by the altar and the temple, by the king roundabout. Then they brought out the king's son and put upon him the crown and gave his, him the testimony and made him king. Everything in the temple, everything in the sanctuary. He was brought as a baby into the temple. He was instructed in the temple. And when the time came for enthronement, he was enthroned in the temple. I am talking to someone in the house this morning. You are the, you are the abinger of God's presence. The power of God is in you. The power of God is over you. Instruction comes from the sanctuary. Instruction comes from the spirit of the living God. Leave it inside of you. And that same spirit will work things out for you. When it is time for enthronement, it ensures, it ensures that it happens. Hallelujah. The Bible says, what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, what has not come into the mind of men, that is what God has in mind for you and I by his spirit. Listen to me in the sanctuary of the Lord. You are instructed. You grow in knowledge. You grow in understanding. And as the Lord measures your knowledge and measures understanding, then there come a day he decides that it's time for you to attain certain statuses. Hallelujah. There are some statuses waiting for you, for you to attain. But it can only happen from the sanctuary. It can only happen from the sanctuary. It can only happen from the sanctuary. Where is the sanctuary? You are the sanctuary. The throne is inside of you. God's spirit is inside of you. He will instruct you. He will teach you. He will show you new things to come. And when he decides to cause a status to come forth, he orchestrates it. He, 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 he manages it. He gathers it. He organizes it. Hallelujah. So here was George instructed in the temple and the time came for him to be enthroned. There's a time for dominion to speak and that time is now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, you have gone around that mountain for long. You have gone around that mountain for long. Can you do an inner search this morning? See where things are wrong inside the sanctuary. Maybe instructions have been neglected. Maybe you have not been obedient to the spirit. Maybe you have not given time to fellowship with him. Look at if you will take a step this morning and begin to rearrange things and begin to take things as they, as they should, you will find out that one after the other things will fall in place. Things will begin to fall in place. For George, things fell in place. He became the king. He was made the king. And remember, as of then, Atalia had declared herself king and actually had been ruling. Hallelujah. Verse 9. Moreover, Jehoiada the priest delivered to the captains of hundreds. Okay, we've read that. Let's go to um, yeah, verse 11. Then they brought out the king's son and put upon him the crown, gave him the testimony, and made him king. And Jehoiada himself anointed him and said, God save the king. Now, when Athaliah heard the noise of the people running and praising the king, she came to the people into the house of the Lord, and she looked, and behold, the king stood at his pillar at the entering in, and the princes and the trumpets by the king. And all the people of the land rejoiced and sounded with trumpets. Also the singers with instruments of music. People will celebrate too. Hallelujah. And such as taught to sing praise. Then Atalaya rent her clothes. He prepares a table in the presence of my enemy. He anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Oh, whoever stands against dominion be crushed by dominion. Atalaya stood against that dominion and she was crushed. <laughs> what happened to her? Atalaya rent her clothes and said, treason, treason. I have come against this dominion. But what happened? Then Jonah the priest brought out the captains of hundreds that were set over the host and said unto them, have her forth of the ranges and whoso followed her, 
let him be slain with a sword. For the priest said, slay her not in the house of the Lord. So they laid hands on her, and when she was come to the entrance of the house gate by the king's house, they slew her, and on and on. And Joash became the king. From the sanctuary, Joab was made the king. Also dominion from the sanctuary. Dominion from the sanctuary. Unfortunately, Joash did not follow through and misbehaved. Joash misbehaved to the point that he even killed the son of Jehoda, the one that that, you know, guided uh, because of evil alliance also. He became, he decided to affiliate himself again with the house of Ahab and that brought again devastation. He, he died a terrible death. Look at dominion we speak for as long as the spirit of grace has relevance in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. Considerations this morning for you and I. Listen very well. Considerations for you and I. You are God's sanctuary. His spirit lives in you. Understand this. Understand this. That's why 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16 and 17. Verse 16 specifically. says, Know ye not. Know ye not. Don't you understand? Child of God, understand that God's sanctuary you are. Understand that God's spirit lives in you. Understand. Know ye not. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that you, you and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. We have Christians that go around as though they have no affiliation with God's spirit at all. Nothing to show that they are saved. Nothing to show that they belong to God. They speak like the people of the world. They, they, they act and behave like the people of the world. Some don't even know or understand the fact that they have God's spirit inside of them. It is a calamity, it is a disaster. If a king does not realize that he's a king, then he will be seen among the slaves and the servants. If you don't understand your status in God, in Christ Jesus, you will be counted as servant and slave. Child of God, you are a king. Child of God, God dwells in you. Child of God, the spirit of God is inside of you. Understand this. Let it percolate your consciousness and take a deep root inside you that you belong to God. God dwells in you. You must understand this. Also understand that you must not defile that sanctuary. You must not defile the sanctuary. When the sanctuary is defiled, dominion lifts. When the sanctuary is defiled, dominion ceases. So we have in verse 17, if any man defiles the temple of God, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17, if any man defiles the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy. Which temple ye are? So you carry a holy abode for God. And that abode must not be defiled. That abode must be kept holy. Whatever you do, whatever you are involved in that defiles that temple, we run contrary to the principle of dominion. Dominion emanates from the throne in the sanctuary. But the throne defiled rejects dominion. The throne defiled is dominion denied. The throne defiled is dominion denied. So first consideration, understand that you are God's sanctuary and God's spirit lives, lives in you. Second consideration, don't defile that sanctuary. Don't defile the sanctuary. Don't take the ark of God to Dagon's shrine. Because there's no accord. No accord between God's spirit and the spirit of the devil. 2 Corinthians 6, 16. There is no accord between them. No agreement at the temple of God with idols. For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Don't take God's heart to Dagon's shrine. There is a Baba somewhere, he prays and fire falls. And you decide to go. And the Baba has on the line, under, 
under his church in quotes. Devils, undercover devils. Fourth consideration, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the living God inside you. Do not grieve him. Ephesians chapter 4 and 30. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Consideration number five. You are as strong as the measure of the Holy Spirit in you. It was Jesus alone that had the spirit without measure. For God gave him the spirit without measure. But for us, we grow in measure of the spirit. So, grow in the measure of the spirit. Grow in the measure of the spirit. Grow in the measure of the spirit. How do you grow? Perpetual walking in the spirit and not fulfilling the desire of the flesh. As you do that daily, you find yourself growing. And as you grow in the spirit, so also the transformation that the spirit is capable of doing happens. Statuses will change from better to better to better. Hallelujah. Dominion from the sanctuary. From sanctuary to dominion. It always emanates from the sanctuary, from God's spirit. So we have in Ephesians chapter 5 and 18 to 19. And be not drunk with wine. We are in his excess. But be filled. The original captured it this way. Be continually filled with the spirit. And the effect of that is you speak to yourself in psalms, in hymns, and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. There will always be an effect to see. There will always be something triggered in you. As you continually fill yourself up, as you release yourself for continual filling by the Spirit of God. So a king asked that Elijah be arrested. And Elijah was on top of a mountain, and the first set of soldiers went, captain and his, his, his soldiers. And they said, man of God, please come down. We have come to arrest you. He said, if I be the man of God, let fire fall and consume you and your 50. Dominion. 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 Elisha appeared at the gate of Samaria and declared, by this time tomorrow, the famine Terrible famine that we have seen up to now, we'll see it no more. Somebody said, an official of the king said, even if God will open the windows of heaven, it shall not happen. He said, you will see it with your eyes, but you shall not partake of it. It happened. Dominion. 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 King rules by words. And from the depth of the temple flows the river of life. And produces word. And when you declare it, it happens. Child of God, you will begin to declare words from now on. And you begin to see it happen. Because it's flowing from the threshold of the temple. Flowing from the depth of the spirit. Elijah was, was not just saying anything coming from his senses. It was from the depth of the spirit. <laughs> Elijah did not just open his mouth to make declaration. It was inspired by the Spirit. You will be inspired to do certain things. Men will watch you and be saying, are you crazy? But then the result will show that you are wiser than them. Hallelujah. Oh, from sanctuary to dominion. I come this day to tell you that the, next, the, the rest of this year, the kind of Things God has prepared for you, dominion will make it happen in the name of Jesus. In the year 2012, I had the opportunity of um, going outside the country for uh, part of my PhD work. 
and I had six months. Um, the, the intention actually originally was for me to go and observe a particular technique of separating compounds from plants, chromatography. And um, I got to my host and she told me, he said, look, you can't get anything meaningful from this short period of, that you've come. I mean, within the short period, you stay with us. Because the process, you have to go through the process. Even those who went, who had it for three years, some didn't even get, get anything meaningful. So that it required, I mean, staying longer with the process. And I said, no problem. That you know, for the mere fact that I even came, and at least I could be exposed to the process, I gave. But I had a kind of rebellion within me against that, that I have not come to see vanity. I have come to pick substance. And I stood on that. And then we began the process. I began to observe the process and all of that. And she said, the plant I came with, she said, let's give it a try. And um, she ordered for an equipment for that purpose. I was about to use that equipment. I was just getting ready for that. And um, she ordered another one. She ordered another one. Guess what the name of that one was? Grace. <laughs> Grace. I can never forget. And um, I didn't know she would allow me to use that one because even the one I was to use was just 24 hours. You know, I was just brought 24 hours earlier. You know? So I was focusing on that and she called me to her office and said, you are using the new one. It's a better... Um, better machine than that one. I said, fine. And I used it. And then the result came out. And then she called me. She already, I, I took my results to her for interpretation. And she looked at me and said, what are we dealing with here? She called me by my name. What are we dealing with here? We are dealing with a compound that nobody has ever discovered before. I said, Really? And within me, I said, I thought I wasn't going to take anything out of this place. Man said it, but Dominion said, no. Dominion said, you are taking something out of here. And then, as if that was not enough, I went back to the lab, did some other processes, took a result to her. She looked at me again and said, what's happening here? This is another compound nobody has ever seen before. Who are you? Hallelujah. And then he said, we are not going to end it here. We are taking it further. You are not licensed to do the next um, set of experiments. But I will get somebody who, who is licensed to do that for you. And she got me somebody who is licensed for that. And we went to the lab and did some other things. We got another result. And it was one result after another. Six months. I shared it with other lab mates and some other people. They said, what happened to you in six months? Some three years did not get anything close to that. Dominion. Where people are failing, dominion will lift you. Where they are saying there's a casting down, dominion will say there's a lifting for you. Where you have failed... Probably because you did not do it according to due order. But because you have decided to start doing it according to due order from today, you will begin to rise from that point in the name of Jesus. Dominion this morning says, it is possible. It is possible. It is possible. It is possible. So it's gigantic, it's mountainous. And it appears impossible. Dominion this morning says it's possible. Because it's coming from the throne room. It's coming from within. It's coming from the spirit. What eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard. What has not come to the heart of men. That the Lord will do by his spirit. It will reveal by his spirit. It is not by power. It is not by might. It's by my spirit. See the Lord. If it is by his spirit, then the equation is balanced. Dominion says it is possible. Hallelujah. The project has been on for 
out for years and has been abandoned. Do you know in one month it can be completed? It is possible. It is possible. Hallelujah. You will conceive this year before 2020 runs out. You will conceive it is possible. It is possible. Your own, the, the symbol of strength has been cut off. So you are defenseless. You can't attack anymore. You can't do any new thing anymore because you have your organ of offense and defense caught. But you know what? It will bored again. It will be strengthened again. You will go to the battle with a horn. It will strengthen your horn. For the Lord God Almighty, He will lift up your arms like that of the unicorn. He will anoint your head with fresh oil. The anointing is divine enablement to do the impossible. It is possible. It is possible. Yes. 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 It is possible. The cloud of uncertainty. The cloud of despair. The cloud of of heaviness is lifting in the house. Is lifting in the house. Is lifting. Is lifting. Is lifting. Is lifting. And the garment of praise. The garment of praise. Beauty for ashes. Yes, is coming upon God's people because of dominion this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. So you must have expectations, child of God. You must have expected the rest of this year. Have expectations. Have expectations. You must have expectations. Expect God to move the mountain for you. Expect God to level the, 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 hill, the, the, the hills. Expect God to raise the valleys. Expect God. Expect God. Expect God. Psalm 114. We we'll quickly read verse 1 to 8. When Israel went out of Egypt, when you and I went out of the kingdom of darkness and came to the kingdom of God, when Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of strange language. So God delivered us from the darkness, from the nativity of strange language. Judah was his sanctuary. Who is Judah in the house this morning? I am Judah. Hallelujah. Israel is dominion. Hallelujah. Sanctuary and dominion, they always go together. Hallelujah. And the spirit of the Lord is what makes the difference. Hallelujah. Judah in the house, you are sanctuary. Israel in the house, you are dominion personified. Hallelujah. And then the result, the effect, the soul saw it. What did they see? They saw dominion. You appeared at the meeting, they see dominion. You appeared in a conference the sea dominion. Everywhere you go, the sea dominion. When the sea saw it, what did the sea do? The sea fled. Anything that rises against you will flee before you. They will come in one way, but they shall scatter in seven ways. That's what dominion does. So the sea saw it and fled. Jordan was driven back. Jordan will be driven back because power exudes from dominion. And power repels Jordan. Jordan sees powers and Jordan will retreat. Hey, they will beat retreat because Dominion says so. In the name of Jesus, what happened to the mountains? The mountains keep like rams. <laughs> Imagine, have you ever seen a mountain before? Imagine that mountain lifting, no, practically lifting from its base and running away because your appearance decided to show up. <laughs> Dominion, when it shows up, mountains will leap. Hallelujah. I read of G God showing up a mountain melting but I'm reading of a man carrying dominion oh showing up a mountain fleeing <laughs> hallelujah they are fleeing because they occupied your territory they occupy things that belong to you listen this morning you are taking back your territory mountains that have been there up till now you are going to appear before them and you just 
de you just declare the word and they will flee. They will leave your territory in the name of Jesus. If somebody took your property this morning, if they are contending against a property with you this morning, listen by the word of the Lord. Dominion takes it back for you in the name of Jesus. When else you go to that place, when else you have to talk about it, dominion will give affirmative for you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The mountains keep like rams, little hills like lambs. And the question was raised by the people. Mountain, where are you going to? Hills, where are you running away? And they answered, Dominion is selling. Dominion is running after us. We can't wait. We can't stand it. What held the whole sea? And thou that thou fledest, thou trodden, thou, thou was driven back. Ye mountains that ye keep like rams, ye little hills that like lambs. Ah. As if that's not enough, the heart will tremble. Tremble thou half at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Abimbola, which turned the rock into a standing water, the flint into a fountain of waters. Listen to me. The territory they're taking from you, they will leave it for you. And then that land will begin to yield its increase unto you. Resources will begin to flow. Things that have stopped will begin to run again. Channels that have been blocked will begin to flow again. Listen, the Lord will turn rocks into flints of waters. Listen, mountains, 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 mountains have fled. We leave a space of abundance for you. That space is your space of abundance. Go and take it up. Go and take it up. Go and take it up. Can you please stand on your feet? Begin to make declaration this morning. Begin to make declaration this morning. Oh, situation your situation, situate your situation and then begin to talk, begin to speak begin to declare, begin to declare begin to declare that contention has come to a perpetual end contention has come to a perpetual end in the name of Jesus contentions have come to a perpetual end in the name of Jesus, because dominion says so. Roba katabali balabalash, rope kantabali balalala. Expect God to move the mountains. Expect God to change your status. Expectations this morning, too, they are. Expect God to move the mountains. Expect God to change your status. The mountains will be moved. And fountains of water will begin to spring for you. And they will bring about state change of status. There, it will be from one status to a better status. To a better status. Can you claim? Can you claim? Can you claim? Can you claim it this morning? It's it's yours, it's yours. As you claim it this morning, it's yours. In the name of Jesus, if you don't have a clue of what God will have you have, you don't have a clue of what the next level is for you, then switch to the Holy Ghost. Switch to the Spirit and pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. It will be revealed to you. It will be revealed to you. You can pray in the Holy Ghost. It will be revealed to you. You are saying, I don't even know what the next level is. I don't even know what to go. I'm confused. I'm confused. Then switch to the Holy Ghost. Oh, Reprete pakata baliashka, reprete pruta baliga de boloshka, rigle kapa liga de bolosta. Oro balabalabalosantaria, embra sanka balabalabalosantaria, rambalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalabalab
you won't die of that sickness. Ah, oh, God's spirit is here. Hallelujah. You won't die of that sickness. Listen to me. Hey, there might be appearances, but they will disappear. They will disappear. You will look for them. You will find them no more. All those appearances, you won't die. You won't die. That thought has been coming to your heart. Listen, that thought has been coming to your heart. God says he rules it out. It is ruled out. It is cancelled. You won't die of that sickness. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the answer to every contrary voice. This morning, that voice speaks over lives. This morning, that blood cancels all covenant. It cancels all covenant with death, all agreement with the hedges, the blood of Jesus cancels this morning in the name of Jesus. You fear you'll be sacked. They have been tormenting you with sack, with sack. Listen, you will be the one to employ them. You will be the one to employ them. They will come to you to employment. Whatever comes, whatever happens, after all of this, one thing you are sure of, you will sit to be the employer of labor in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory to you, Jesus. Broska, don't fear what they fear. Don't fear what they fear. You are not, you are not a Philistine. You are a Jew. You are not a Philistine. You are a Jew. The Philistine may be wasted. You can't be wasted. The sound of abundance of rain. The sound of abundance of rain. The sound of abundance of rain this morning, this morning, visiting everyone in this house in the name of Jesus. The floodgates are open, the floodgates are open, and it's raining, it's raining, it's raining. It's raining, it's raining in the name of Jesus the Christ. Thank you, Father. Ah, thank you, Lord. I just have to stop. I just have to. Come, please have a seat as we give thanks to Him. For all he has done. For all he has done. Huh? Thank you, Father. While seated there before I came up to, to preach, the Lord specifically asked me to tell the house that, that when I have done it, come and give testimony. When I have done it, come and give testimony. In this house on Fridays, we come, I mean, during our miracle service, we give testimonies. Come and give your testimony. Come and strengthen dominion with your testimony. He, he has done it. But after doing it, come and testify. It was a specific instruction I received. Many of us don't come back to give him thanks, to testify. He wants you to do it, to establish and stabilize your dominion. Father, thank you. You are in the house and you are not born again. Dominion is outside of it. You are not in connection with it. There is nothing that suggests not even a, a whiff of it. If you want to be connected to dominion this morning, all eyes shut, all eyes bowed. Just lift your hands and wave at me. You're saying I want to become born again. I want to be connected to dominion. I want to give my heart to Jesus. Now I understand why my life has been the way it is. It's because I've not been connected to dominion. But this morning, I want to connect. You are saying that this morning. Lift up your hand. Wave at me. I just want to pray with you. Anybody like that? Anybody like that? You've been, you were connected before, but you got disconnected. The temple is badly defiled. You know it yourself. You know it yourself. You, you know it's not, it's not something God can be proud of. But you do know that God can make amends for you that temple can become holy again. All you need to do is to pray the prayer of reconciliation, the prayer of rededication this morning. Rededicate your heart unto him. The temple will become holy again. All eyes bowed. All eyes shut. All eyes bowed. Please, let's please, let's um, let, let's um, let's allow God to have his way in the house. So please, all eyes shut. All eyes bowed. And let's respect the privacy of God's people. So you are saying, my temple, the temple of God is badly defiled. I know it. 
But this morning, I want to reconcile. I want it washed. Lift up your hands. I will pray for you where you are. I will pray for you where It's important that you do this. That you'll be prayed for. It's important. It's nothing to be ashamed of. There could be infractions. No problem. But the important thing is to retrace your step and be straight again. Father, thank you. I can't see anyone. But if you are shy, you are ashamed of doing that. You can see me after the service and let's pray together. Because it's important. It's important. Thank you, Father. Ah, ah, shawls. You can see shawls. Shawls coming down from heaven. Shawls. I think shawls are for babies. Ah, yes. I can see shawls. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The shawls are here. Thank you, Lord. They are here. Shawls. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Give him thanks. I appreciate it.